Today is Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. Oh my God, I just realized it's September. Where did the summer go? August is gone and now we're into the new school year. I don't know why I thought about that. But um, we just finished Labor Day weekend on Monday. And we um, were busy on Saturday, but the rest of the weekend we kind of rested. On Saturday, we decided to go to, well, I should back up a little bit. Last week in our email, we got a newsletter from one of our favorite vineyards, Linden Vineyards in Linden, Virginia. And they announced in the newsletter that this weekend, Labor Day weekend, or actually specifically Saturday, would be the last cellar tasting of the year. And they wouldn't be back until 2020. So we decided we would go to Linden on Saturday and do the last cellar tasting. Um, so we were we tried to get some friends to go with us, but everybody was busy, so we couldn't get anybody to go with us. Of course, because it's Labor Day weekend, most people have plans on Labor Day weekend. So we just went ourselves, my husband and I, and we tasted some really nice wines and got to chat. Uh, you know, you know, do wine wine talk with some wine friends who were also there. And it was fun. We had a good time. But um, the rest of the weekend, actually, we spent the whole day doing that because we went to another winery after that to pick up club wines that my husband has. But um, then we went out to dinner on Saturday night, too. It's like we have to stop going out to dinner. We're spending too much money going out to dinner. And we're going out to dinner tonight (laughs) because it's our date night. Anyway, back to Labor Day weekend. So that was all day Saturday. On Sunday, we kind of just relaxed and rested well, except for taking my husband's car to get new tires because he had a front tire that was very low and we had to take his car. But we took his car in early in the morning and then came back and made um, pancakes for breakfast and then kind of lounged around and then went back to pick up the car. And then then we just definitely relaxed the rest of the weekend. I mean, the rest of the Sunday. And then on Monday, we slept really late. I think we slept until like 10 o'clock in the morning. And then... Um, we, the only thing we did that day was go grocery shopping because there wasn't much to do. And luckily, since it was Monday and everybody was traveling back home for from Labor Day or still at where they were, um, the grocery store was pretty empty, which is nice. I, I, I hate going to the grocery store when there's so many people there. So that was pretty much our Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys did something fun. Um, but we enjoyed it. We, I, I just love doing nothing tell you the truth (laughs) anyway speaking of uh wineries and stuff so on tuesday yesterday we got a call from our favorite winery um gray ghost vineyards as most of you remember from years and years of arch radio um that's our favorite winery to go to because we uh, you know there's so many activities there and um events and stuff to go to anyway um they called on tuesday i don't know if you can hear that but they are cutting down some trees outside my window I don't think you can hear that. But in any case, um, so they called on Tuesday and said, we will be harvesting the Chardonnay grapes on Saturday. Um, we're, just letting, we're just letting you know so that you can make plans. So literally within seconds of the phone call, I made a reservation at a hotel for Friday night and also made a reservation at a restaurant that we like to go to when we're down there. That's in Warrington, Virginia. We're going to be... Well, and this is the part that I don't like is driving out into the country on Friday afternoon with the traffic that leaves D.C. And now that we're back to you know, school and I think Congress is coming back or they're back in session. I don't really know. 
but the traffic in D.C. becomes a freaking nightmare when school starts up again because everyone goes back to work, everyone goes back to school, there are school buses on the road, um, parents taking their kids to school because they won't don't let them ride the bus, um, stuff like that. It's just it, the traffic becomes horrible. So anyway, on Friday afternoon, when we'll be driving out to Warrington from D.C., we go out um, the road. Uh, well, it, for us, it's 66, U.S. 66, Route 66. It's not the same Route 66, uh, you know, out west. Anyway, the traffic is horrible, and I'm not looking forward to that part of it because um, that's always a pain. Hopefully, my husband will get home from work early, and we can get on the road and get out there. It only takes about an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get there. But with traffic, it could take up to two hours. Anyway, so we're doing that this weekend, and uh, at least on Saturday. And um, you have to get up really early because they like to start harvest early in the morning and get it done before the winery actually opens at 11. So what happens is you get there about six and you have some breakfast items and they, they teach you how to do it and they go through this... Um, you know, like a little learning session. And then you actually go out in the field and you actually pick the grapes and um, for about an hour or so. And then they, like we do one, we do one part of the vineyard and then you stop and take a break and then you go out and do a second part of the vineyard. Well, the second part is a lot smaller than the first part. So it goes a lot quicker. So you get done a hell of a lot faster, for, a hell of a lot faster the second time. And then after you do the harvesting, you come back, and this is it, it's around 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning, right before the winery opens. Then um, you get a T-shirt for doing uh, your, you know, for volunteering to pick the grapes. And then you then they have a cookout. So we have um, hot, hot dogs and hamburgers and, you know, all the fixings and stuff and free wine. <laughs> for a couple hours, that is. You can you know go back and get different glasses of wine because they um, pretty much pour almost everything that they have. Well, except for the expensive stuff. <laughs> but anyway, it's a fun time. We run into a lot of people that we see every year. We only see them once a year, and it's at harvest, and it's fun. So, and I think <clears throat> I think this is our. Well, maybe it's my fifteenth year. I think I think this is my fifteenth year doing it. Let me think. Two thousand five. No, it's my 14th year doing it. So, because I started in 2005, so 14 years. Um, but my husband, I think it's his 18th or something like that. He's, he did it a lot longer before I did, before I started with him. Anyway, that's what we'll be doing on Saturday this coming weekend. We will also probably be um, watching closely the remnants of Hurricane Dorian, or Dorian, or... As Big Fatty puts it, Darlene. <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to him this week. Anyway, so the, um, the hurricane is supposed to come up. Well, actually, I should say we've been watching this hurricane since day one. My husband, of course, when he hears hurricane, he gets nervous because of Hurricane Katrina and the history behind that. But um, we've been watching Hurricane Doreen as it has slammed the Bahama Islands. And um, now it's slowly coming up the coast. And actually, there was for a short time there. It might, and, may, and it may still. Oh, the noise outside my window. It they may the hurricane might slam into the Carolinas, and I, when I saw it on the news this morning that there is a track that possibly takes it right into Charleston, um, I tweeted Big Fatty and said, "Are you staying around for the Hurricane Darlene?" 
And he tweeted back saying, no, he's going to the Hara Hotel this weekend to get out of the way. Actually, he was going to leave tomorrow, but he's decided to leave today to um, alleviate some of that traffic that will be leaving the area. So I said, good for him, you know, be safe and have fun and all that. So um, don't have to worry about Big Fatty. Actually, I'm, I'm not as concerned about this hurricane because it seems to just be hugging the coast. And they were showing Florida was having um, like gusts of wind up to 40 miles an hour. I think one time they had 60 miles an hour and rain. So, I mean, it's not like the hurricane is going to hit, um, you know, hit land, I don't think. I, I, my personal opinion is that it's just going to hug the coast and then go off into the ocean. Um, but our local weather people say that we won't, we may not even feel any, um, any remnants of Dorian at all, because it looks like it's going to be, it's going to go up the coast and whip around where North Carolina and Virginia meet and then whip right out to sea. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, moving on to other things. So I saw this thing. I, I think I saw it on Facebook. Um, if you remember Nessa from the Hello Nessa podcast, she put this thing on Facebook where she put the logo of her podcast from how many ever years ago it was, eight, six, eight years ago when she did a podcast. And, she, and everyone got all excited and people were commenting and stuff saying, you know, oh, you're coming back to podcasting. Yay, yay, yay. And all this. And and then I think she, or was it on Twitter? Now I don't remember where I saw it. In any case, one of those areas, either Facebook or Twitter, she um, put a link to her very first episode of the return of her podcast. But it's only on Anchor and I think maybe Spotify. Anchor is a podcast app that you can get and download. You can create your own podcast or you can listen to podcasts. And I thought I had it on here. Um, I listened to the first couple of minutes, but then I didn't have time to finish listening to it. So I'm going to finish listening to it today. But I'm just so excited that Nessa is back to podcasting. I used to listen to her years ago and I loved her show. It's it's a personal journal podcast and I just I miss it and we you know we need new voices in the gay podcasting area especially those of us who are in the Pride 48 family and um, you know we've lost so many podcasts over the years um, I'm just glad she's back so Nessa if you're listening to this I'm so proud of you and glad you're back and I hope you get on iTunes soon I think she is going to be getting on iTunes soon so I'll have to um, you know add her on there. But um, I'm just so happy that she's back to podcasting. I think she had such a great experience at Pride 48 in New Orleans that she's like, you know, maybe it's time my voice is heard again. So I'm glad to hear that, Nessa, and um, yay. Now, I don't know why I'm speaking of this, but um, along the same lines. In uh, New Orleans, um, I can't remember his name. Um, The guy who does inappropriate conversations, I think it's Greg, Anyway, I remember when he was doing his live show in New Orleans, he mentioned in there that, um, you know, we have a ton of content that we've been producing for years, but iTunes doesn't show all of it. So, and it reminded me to to remind all of my listeners that if you go to archer.com, A-R-C-H-E-R-R.com, you can find every single episode of Arch Radio, except for episode 
1080. For some reason, that one's been lost and uh, no one has it. <laughs> anyway, so you can listen to all of the previous episodes of Arch Radio, even though like on iTunes, I think they list 90, uh, of, of, at least of mine on iTunes, but you can go to the website and listen to all of them. Okay, enough about that. That's just a little reminder. So now I have a totally different story to tell you. Okay, so last evening, I was on the WashingtonPost.com, and I ran across an article um, called, Praise Be, Margaret Atwood Has Published a Sequel to The Handmaid's Tale. There is a new book out called The Testaments by Margaret Atwood, and it is a sequel to... The Handmaid's Tale. So um, I, I read the article, and the book sounds like it's going to be great. I probably won't read the book. I'll probably wait for it to be made into a TV <laughs> TV show or something. I mean, the article sounds, I mean, the book sounds like it's going to be a great book, and I'm so glad that Margaret Atwood finally did write a sequel to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to any kind of televised version of it. But anyway, that reminded me that I did not finish watching the third season of The Handmaid's Tale. Now, the reason I did not finish watching it is because I like what Hulu does, because it's on Hulu. What Hulu does is they um, they will, well, for that show, for Handmaid's Tale, they'll release one episode every Wednesday. So it started back in June. The third season started in June, and I watched the first episode, and then I was like, oh, where's the rest? Because, you know, I'm used to Netflix that streams the entire season, but Hulu doesn't do that. So um, I said, well, forget it. I'm going to wait until the end of the summer and then watch all of them all at one time. So reading that article reminded me that I had not watched the season three. So I went back last night, and before I went to bed, I watched two episodes, um, episode two and three, and... It was, it's so good. I had, I mean, like, I want to get back into it. But here's the problem. Well, not a problem, but so I, I read the article, got excited about uh, The Handmaid's Tale, went back to Hulu, watched the second and third episode, and I see that there's 13 episodes now. So I can binge watch it, um, you know, someday soon when I have time. So I watched two, the two episodes, and then I'm like, okay, well, it's time to go to bed. It's like 10.30. I should really go to bed. So I go to bed, and I don't know if I told you, but I'm, I'm now wearing the CPAP machine to go to sleep. It's not very comfortable. I mean, it's comfortable. Fine. I, I just can't wear it all night because my nose clogs up, and then I, like, some point, and then I throw it off. Anyway, so I get into bed, and my husband's slightly snoring, and I'm, you know, Relaxing, I'm thinking about the episode, uh, the last two episodes I just watched of The Handmaid's Tale. So I put the CPAP machine on, try to turn over, and I fall asleep. Well, I think I'm sleeping great. Round about 4.20 a.m. in the morning, my husband is waking me up because I am having a nightmare. <laughs> it's so funny because he wakes me up and he's like, Honey, honey, you're having a nightmare. You're having a nightmare. And I am still like half in the dream and half waking up. Well, he's like, oh, you're going to have to tell me about this dream. Well, then, you know, you try to remember it instantly. Cause it, and also because I was half awake and half asleep when it was coming out of the, the dream, um, I, I definitely remember it. And it's funny because, I mean, it certainly is, uh, you know, understandable. Um, so the dream I had was about... 
um, Handmaid's Tale, but my sister, the one who lives down in Tennessee, was playing the part of Aunt Lydia. If you're not familiar with the show, you should watch it. And my brother Tommy was the, um, he was playing Commander, I think his name is Commander Lawrence, the one where she, the uh, Handmaid's Tale is now. Anyway, it was like they were running our house because it was like I was back at my mother's house and we were all living there. And they were running the house as if it was Gilead and they were in charge. And my sister was, you know, jabbing people with the, um, you know, the electric cattle prod and stuff. And then I don't know, for some reason, I'm in the same bed as my brother, uh, Commander Lawrence, whatever. And I, and the thing is, this is the part where I was waking up out of, out of the dream. Like my, my husband was waking me up and I know it was my husband that was in bed with me, but in the dream, it was Commander Lawrence and I was getting out of bed and I guess I was going to the bathroom or something, but I turned to him and I said, and don't roll over and take my side of the bed. (laughs) And then when I, (laughs) and then when I woke up and my, and I was, because I threw the uh, CPAP machine off my head and I said, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. As I'm getting up to go to the bathroom, I turn to my husband and say, and don't roll over and take my side of the bed. <laughs> it was like the dream was part of reality. It was so weird. It was so weird. I mean, it's understandable because I, I you know, read the article and watched two episodes, but I have no idea why my brother and sister or even, you know, that Gilead was part of my house, my old house where my mother lived. It was, it was just bizarre. I don't know, even know why I was thinking of them and why that... Um, Commander Lawrence was, I was in bed with him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, understandable because I was in bed when I was waking up out of the dream. My husband was waking me up. It's like, honey, you're having a nightmare. And he was replaced with Commander Lawrence because he was in the dream. Anyway, I just found that just amazing that I, that I dreamed so vividly. Well, then of course I get up and I go to the bathroom and get a drink of water and stuff. And then I try to go back to sleep and I was having a hard time falling back asleep. And the thing is, I only had like an hour and a half left because uh, my husband wakes up so early now to go to work. So I thought, oh, that's okay. I'll just get up and then I will, you know, take a nap later in the day because that is one luxury of being retired. You can take a nap. Um, I don't know. We'll see later today if, if I'm if I'm so tired. I need to take a nap. <laughs> Not sure, but anyway, I'm really loving um, *Handmaid's Tale*. Of course, it's scary as hell because it's like reality. And um, I don't know. Maybe I should read the book. I don't know. But I think I should read the book after I watch the 13 episodes. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Anyway, so I think that's all I have. Well, except for our crazy, stupid president who says the stupidest things. Just two things I was thinking about. Um, One was hurricane-related when he said, oh, the people of Alabama need to watch out for the hurricane. (laughs) Well, the state of Alabama is not on the East Coast. And the thing is, he, he, like, stuck with it. Like, he meant to, he, he said he meant to say the people of Alabama. I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Then the other one is, the other day, it was the 50th anniversary, 50th? No, more than that. I'd be like 70th or 80th. Yeah, it was 80th. 80th anniversary of the Nazis invading Poland. And they were having a ceremony in Poland about it. And a reporter asked President Trump if he had anything to say to the people of Poland on the anniversary. And he said, congratulations, 
<laughs> to Poland for getting invaded. It's like he didn't even know what they were talking about. He, he, that's how stupid and how um, disconnected he is. Anyway, I really shouldn't get into that because then, then that makes me think of the season opening of, um, of The View. I watched that yesterday, and Meghan McCain went off on the whole guns thing, saying, if there's a candidate who's against guns, I won't be voting for them. And then she got all this flack, and she, it, it is time for her to go. But anyway, I, I'm, I was not going to watch The View, and I probably will not watch it on a regular basis because I can't stand... That Abby Huntsman, who came back this year with her fucking twins. She had two babies a couple months ago. Anyway, I, I'm going off on a tangent, and I shouldn't be doing that because I want to wrap this up. Anyway, um, hopefully you guys are having a great week. Um, those of you who are in the path of the hurricane, please stay safe. And um, sorry for this noise, if you can hear this buzzsaw going off. But um, that's all I have for today. So until next time, bye. Bye.